Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Into your spectacular, we're wrapping things up here. Uh, where are we? Uh, where are we heading now, Mike? We are going to go back in time, back to 2010, to one of the most to favorite the 2010 bets. Again. 2010 again to one of the most favorite bets of of the listeners of the show. That <laughs> anybody that knows about this, a uh, little bit of a setup here uh, for those of you that don't know. Our very own Steve the Thrill Hill is actually a black man. Mm. I know that he sounds like a like a old fat white Southerner, but he is not. And Mike's not being insulting. That's what everyone tells me. I thought you're a fat, I was like, a fat white guy from the south. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I've you're never heard so that. close. I'm right. a skinny black dude from the north. So unfortunately, uh, uh, somebody heard this and not knowing this about Thrill, and Thrill may have uh, said out a word that would offend somebody. What's the word, Mike? Uh, we're, Say it. I'm going to let Donovan tell you what it is, in fact. So we're going to actually go back in time and talk to Donovan. Donovan. Okay, let's go back in time. 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 Sure. Hello, Donovan. Welcome to the men's room. How you doing? Hola. 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 Hey, I just wanted to say, man, look, I can understand that you have a game called, you know, uh, Genoopoly and you have the other game called Redneckopoly and all that stuff. I get it. But being an African-American, hearing you say niggeropoly is kind of on the fence. You know what I mean? I listen to you guys show all the time, but it gets a little much when you start throwing the N-word around. You know what I mean? I hear you, but I will say this. It, it is absolutely on the fence, but there's two ways you can look at this, and, and I've taken my own path on this, and, and true, it's for anyone. The one side says, look, if everyone just stops saying that the word goes away, and in my experience, that is not even remotely close to being true. So I feel like I'm going to step in reality with that. That's my position on it. You can disagree, but the word hasn't gone away. I can promise you. So the other side of that is take it head on, and what happens is you get to do exactly what you're doing, which is you have a discussion about it, head on instead of just complaining about what you don't like to hear which all of us could do and it's human nature and you're absolutely right but the flip side is when things come up if you can talk about it in a form like this not all that political crap not the soapbox not the podium it's not for tv to advertise my hair relaxer and all the rest of this garbage and bs that we're fed all the time we will sit here and we can have an open and honest conversation so i get what you're saying i'm probably not going to stop but understand, that's not. <laughs> but understand, that's not to offend you. I'm just saying the point is, at least someone like you calls and says their piece. But I will well, not yeah. sit here and go on the soapbox about it. I can see it could bug people, but the point is, the word does exist. So if it's going to exist, well, I'm going to take it and I'm going to make it my own. I'm not going to run away from stuff. I'm not going to bury my face, and I'm not going to pretend it doesn't happen. That's for guys that are on the soapbox that are lying to you. But that's not the position we're in. That's not something we enjoy people doing to us. So instead of insulting people's intelligence and tiptoeing around the word, because to me there's no difference between saying N-bomb and saying nigger. If you said N-bomb, well, the implication's already there. That's almost more insulting. So I'd rather just say That's it what directly. I say. Well, well, <laughs> me too. I go with N-bomb too. I guys. go with N-bomb. I don't, you tell me how to say it, I'll say it. If anyone else is listening, I'm an N-bomb guy. I'm going to speak too. from the white contingency on this show and say N-bomb is safe by me. Yeah, it's just not me, man. I just don't bury my head in the sand. It's not good and nothing gets done. You know? You're not even letting me, start. You're not even letting me say anything. Look, go, go ahead. It's like this. You shouldn't say stuff. That you wouldn't say in some in somebody's face, you know what I'm saying? I would say that, that in anyone's that's face. That's the truth because I, I I bet you five 
a million to one, you wouldn't go up when the Seahawks are around and start dropping the N word without getting, you know, put in your place. So, why would I know, drop the N bomb as a black guy exactly, anyway? I'm a black dude. Exactly, why would I say exactly. it? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So if you ain't going to say it to somebody's face, you don't even need to say it at all. Well, Donovan, listen, I would say it to anyone. So I'm not a guy that backs she, down from saying stuff. I Be- bet you would. Uh, oh. I bet you would. And I bet you've never said that in a group of blacks. Ever. <laughs> Are, Ever. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I'm not. And I bet you if you did, you, you'd get put in your place, little homie. Why would I get put in my place for what? You know what. I don't know what. Saying that word, yeah, hey, all right. Donovan, test Donovan. Theory. Test that theory out sometime. Donovan, test it out. Donovan, At least. Donovan, hang on. Do you know that I'm a black dude? So when I do hang out with my black friends, it gets dropped a lot. So I've said it a lot in front of black people. My family will say it around each other. My little piece of S cousin, trust me, that's his goddamn nickname every other that month. You're black. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, Donovan. Are you kidding Are you me, kidding Donovan? Jesus. Yeah, I'm oh, a black guy, so when man. I choose to you drop the word nigger, Welcome. that's quite all right. I'm giving you this. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Donovan, check out the website, all right? Just go to KISW.com. Wow. So so here's my <laughs> other problem. When people pass judgment because of my voice, because there's some assumption that a black guy is not supposed to sound bright, that's another problem, too. No one's saying you sound bright, though. You see what I'm saying, man? No one's saying you sound bright. You know, that is a fine point. I just sound white, not smart. All these years, I keep forgetting Steve's black. Never ceases to amaze me. Let's do it again. I'm like, oh, my God. But I still appreciate Donovan's fight. Yeah, exactly. But Ted made a good point. Again, like you said, he's right. No, no, like Donovan's right. He's right. Right. If I'm a white dude, and so Ted made the point as we're listening, right? So he still thinks I'm a white guy. I'm like, Hell, it's my cousin's nickname. And in a decade, in a decade of social media, too, you know, it, it, we're a little bit more visible than we were in the early sure, days of radio. It was two thousand ten when no one knew no what you look like or any of that. So, okay. <laughs> Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at Facebook.com/slash the men's room. Now back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for. Sit and spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, look who it is! Oh, what's up, everybody? For one last doing? time in the uh, in the year, we have uh, Ryan Castle in the house. You know, and I thought it was appropriate today, since we are coming towards the end of the year, that we could look back at the history of music. Because yeah. it's that time of year where you kind of look back. How far back in history are we going? Are well, we talking cavemen banging on yes, drums? Yes, we're talking okay. rocks in caves on bones. <laughs> and, this right. is, and this is all types of music, not just rock. Yeah, it's yeah. country. It's so everything. I'll give you a little backstory here. Uh, Billboard magazines uh, celebrated its 125th year Damn. this year. And so they put out their top 125 artists of those 125 years, although there's a little caveat, they didn't start doing a music chart until 1940. So it's okay. 125 years. You guys, anybody want to take a stab at who in 1940 took the first number one spot in Billboard? Yeah. Ooh. If you were thinking Tommy Dorsey, you're correct. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was thinking Classic. Glenn Miller, yeah, yeah. maybe, but you never Classic. know. So Tommy. Prior, right. to, uh, prior to that, I mean, it was more or less an, an advertising magazine. Yeah, it was, it was about billboards. A monthly resume of all of, of what is and, new, bright, and interesting on the boards. And, and Billboard. Eventually, it kind of turned into more of a music magazine. Billboard is the total number of units sold, or is it so spins? It's, it's sold. It's radio play. Uh, nowadays, uh, um, uh, streaming. YouTube uh, just got involved, involved. All that stuff. Yeah. So, okay. would so, that, in that case, Okay, since they started doing this in 1940. Yeah. So you have someone like Bing Crosby or uh, Frank Sinatra 
Sure. Radio was not necessarily all music back then, so I'm guessing they don't make at least not the top ten. Are they all like right. in the top one twenty five though? Uh, Bing's not in the top one twenty five. Let's go. Let's go with this one. Uh, right. Just Guns and Roses. So Guns and Roses. They 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 made I want to say five hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. On their sure. uh, latest tour. Sure. Which and, is uh, Once in a Lifetime. Appetite for Destruction, one of the biggest selling rock albums Ever. of all time. Uh, so for, for perspective, Guns N' Roses on the list of 125 is number 95. Number Damn. 95. All right. Number all right. But it yeah. makes sense but because also, after Appetite. Right. But keep in mind, yeah. a lot of this is based on radio airplay and a lot of these b- bands that, that were okay. huge. You know, Guns N' Roses had a couple of radio hits. That was Here's about one. It. Stone Temple Pilots. Sure. They're coming to town. They're doing a little gig. They have tons of hits. Not on the list. Not on the list. At all. And this this includes rappers and everything else? Everybody. Everybody. So you got to think, like, Run DMC would have to be on. I mean, they blew it open as far as getting radio. So they did, but I don't know if they'd be in the top 10. Run DMC, not on the list. Not in the top 125. Damn. So as many uh, bands and artists that have been out there that a a lot of them have not made money in their career based on whatever reason, these 10 bands definitely ended up financially okay, right? They must have been fine. Here's another one for perspective. Led Zeppelin, you would think pretty high on the list. Sure. Number 40. So these are the wow. top yeah. 10 musical artists of, of all, all time. times on Sin Spin. 10, number 10. Saturday. Whoa. Yeah. Get out what? of here. I mean, I dig the tune. I'm not going to lie, but Chicago? this is Chicago. So this consider, is... consider radio airplay and all yeah. of those things. Chicago had a ton of hits. They were a huge band, multi-format. Right? I would say when I was growing up in the 70s, for sure, if you put on the radio, you heard Chicago sure. within three songs. I, I went and saw them this summer, but I didn't think they were loaded. You know? Yeah. That's amazing. Ten, okay. I would ten not have guessed biggest Chicago. Biggest artist of all time, according Chicago. to Billboard. So there's going to be some odd ones in here. We already started on. There's going to yes. be some R&B singers. Yeah, go ahead. Mariah Carey. Yeah, right on cue. All right. That's right, America, there is hope for us after all. Stevie Wonder uh, is number nine on the list. Lionel Richie, his good friend, just did a lengthy article about he's still almost not positive that Stevie Wonder is blind. <laughs> he really did. He's like, look, I've been friends with him for years. He's done some weird stuff. He got in Lionel Richie's car and drove it down the driveway at his house. Wow. Lionel Richie pulled to up listen in a brand to new car. Yes. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, get in the car. <laughs> and then what? he reversed it back down the driveway, and Lionel's like freaking the hell out. Yeah, because like, he's blind. I let Thrill drive my car one time. He went 10 feet and he hit something. I didn't know the utility poles there in front <laughs> of my own house. It's your driveway. I know. That's why it's crazy. <laughs> These are the top 10 oh, music artists out of, nowhere. of all times on Sit and Spin. Eight, number eight. I promise that you'll never find another like me. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah. Not just, my taste, but she has hits. Yeah. I don't. Whatever. And, and again, you're talking pop, country. Taylor Swift. Screaming. Right. Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. This was my daughter's first concert, and I did not have to go. The deal was, I will buy her a ticket to this expensive-ass concert as long as I don't have to go. You uh, know who else loved this show? Who? Miles Montgomery. I had a great time. Yeah. Well, Taylor Swift's one of those people, too. Like, I say I don't, but, like, that song, I don't know the name of it. You know, like, I know. I know the so song. many of her songs. It's, but but Miles always does this. Hey, man, she put on a great show. I'm like, it's Taylor freaking Swift. I assume she sure, put on a... The problem is that she played her own music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. I don't know any of the music that she, she performed right. that night. I just know that as far as being a spectator and having no horse in the race, it was a great show. Sure. And if you're going to do a stadium show, um, you, it's going to be a great show. Right. You're going to bring the production mm-hmm. and all of the things that come along with a big stadium. Show. These are the top ten yeah. musical yeah. artists of all time on Sit and Spin. Seven, number seven. 
That makes yeah. sense. You got to think Michael Jackson's going to be on the list, right? You got to, man. I mean, he has hits off off the wall, but Thriller alone. Thriller just alone. massive. I mean, if, and if this were about album sales, I mean, Thriller would be at the top of sure. the list. No and you got to feel better, even if you download a Michael Jackson song, knowing that the money now is going to Bubbles, who's at a chimpanzee refuge in Florida. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Miles and I living, were contemplating. The good life. Ted, you told us the movie about the, the Christian Slater had a baboon heart. Right? Yeah, untamed and heart. I, I said to Miles, would you feel good or bad if you found out you have Bubbles' heart in your chest? <laughs> Bubbles never approved any of that nonsense. <laughs> Didn't sign off on being I an organ that. donor. And I'm going to make a movie called Heart of Bubbles. Bubbles. Top 10 of Bubbles musical artists of all time. Six. Number six. Yes. Now you got to go back to the 1970s again. Is this, ba- is this Babs? This is Babs. This is Barbara Streisand. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. You know, it, I cannot stand her for a multitude of reasons, including her <laughs> BS chocolate allergy when I was living in New Orleans, you lying. But it's, uh, I hate her music, but obviously she was she's a massive, 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 yeah. massive Was it worse than uh, Travolta's garlic allergy? Travolta's garlic out. Yeah, didn't you tell me he was No, out? it was Brad Pitt. Oh, it was Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt Barbara Streisand music ass. just sounds sad, and you're alone in a car late at night. Crying with your mom. Yeah. Her, her, and, her uh, and Chris Christoph. Crying with your of mom. All time. Because she's crying. Five. Makes you sad. Yeah, I knew Madonna was uh. You know what this song's about. Uh, you know. Everything, I don't know, Everything Ted. that came to mind, like, instantly I could not say yeah. on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I know, me See, too. It's, it's there was, like, 12 <laughs> things all at once. It was like, Whoa. I thought of, like, a bearskin rug in front of a fire. <laughs> I'm thinking Madonna. I'm assuming she's revisiting her fourth birthday. <laughs> These are the top Jeez. ten musical artists of all time on Sit and Spin. Four, Jesus. Four. Oh, there it is. <laughs> it might be just this song alone. It, well, she's had hits in like forever. Actually, Mariah Carey not on the list. I just wanted to play the song. I'm kidding. She's, she's really number four. Yeah, she's she is. She's I'm coming back around right this now. song, but God, I can just picture four girls right now. It's like stop playing it. Is one of them climbing out of a pool in a black two-piece? No, that's the good Mariah. I'm just picturing women I, I've known. Damn, good Mariah. Top ten musical artists of all time. Three minutes to number three. Three, number three. On the close all right. Oh yeah, yeah. I would tell you this, best piano player with fingers that fat on earth. It's really weird that he could do that. He must have had extra big piano keys. I mean, it looks like someone took oh. Vienna sausages right. and glued them to a palm and, 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 and the, said, play! And the white keys were shorter so he could reach the black ones. Yes. All right, wait a minute. So we have two left. <laughs> right? We are in number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two. 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 Number two. I'm going to guess a Beatles song. Uh-oh. I'm going to guess Dead Air. Hmm. Hmm. This no, one no. Makes that's, 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 if you've ever listened to my show, this would be number one. <laughs> two. Number two. All right, who's the artist? I'll sing a song by him. Rolling yeah, Stones. Ahead. Oh, go ahead, Ted. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Do Satisfaction. I can't get no satisfaction, but I try. And, and I, I try. And I try. And I try. I can't get no. You know, it's remarkable. That fits my head. I thought Keith Richards was invincible, but somehow this just killed him. Oh, my God. Okay, these are top ten musical artists of all time. So we made it to number one. One, number one. Hey, Jude. Oh, there you go. They had to show up. Sure. Yeah, I get the feeling they're going to be number one on a lot of lists. They probably win every list contest ever, right? 
You would think, yeah. It's well, quite and, Boeing, and actually, is now. Is there a number associated with them monetarily or anything like that? Not, not, we can't count one. that high, Miles. I was no. going to say. I still think they should have gone with, hey, dude. <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> hey, dude. Uh, Paul McCartney what is on the list smoke? as a solo artist at number 12 also. Damn. So, oh, so he's doing okay Paul McCartney's doing all right. Uh, Dude, his career has wings. How Elvis, about Hey Prude? Elvis, <laughs> Elvis, Elvis Presley was number 13. <laughs> Janet Jackson, 14. Rod Stewart, 15. What Drake about, in at number 16. What about like Jay-Z? <laughs> yeah. I can let you know. I'm on the list. Yeah, somewhere. I mean, see, I'm just trying to, there's got to be some rapper that's had that much uh, He's number 50. Wow. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. All right, it is our uh, end of year spectacular. What do we have up there uh, next, Mike? It is the time you've all been waiting for. It's time to cover every single loss of Ted versus FTC. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. How many do we have? What are we, what Ted, are Ted you had a magnificent Thank season. You. you played really well. Woo. He ended the season 25 and 10. Oh, 25 all right. and 10. That so, has to be a record. Oh, yeah. It's, I, I think so. I'd have to go back and, and check. But, yeah, it's been, an, uh, it's been an exceptional year for Ted this year. Yeah, I'm playing okay. a home game. So, ladies and gentlemen, here you go. Here is uh, every miss in Ted versus the FCC for the year. So we go back in time. The town of Fig Buck is full of fellas. The town of Buck Fig has all the ladies. All the Fig Buck fellas love the fine Buck Fig ladies. And three times fast. The town of Fig Fig Buck is full of fellas. The town of Buck Fig has all the ladies. All the Fig Buck fellas love the fine Buck Fig ladies. Three times fast. The town of Fig Buck is full of fellas. The town of Buck f- oh! Sailor Clint has a dirty crock. Clint uses his ship spit to clean his dirty crock. Get your spitty ship cook crock out of my ship. Spit crocks are not safe. Three times fast. Sailor Clint has a dirty crock. Clint uses his ship spit to clean his dirty crock. Get your spitty ship The sun is shining, and in a shallow pool, Ryan Castle shyly sits. Shyly sitting, he shaves his armpits and naughty bits. He sits and shaves and shaves and sits until he's very smooth and slick. Three times fast! The sun is shining, and in a shallow pool, Ryan Castle shyly sits. Shyly sitting, he shaves his armpits and naughty bits. He sits and shaves, shaves and sits, until he's very smooth and silk. What? The sun is shining, and in a shallow pool, Ryan Castle shyly sits. Oh! Oh. If Chuck can't cut the chunky cut, an incontinent, can't, can't cut the chunky cut, who can cut a chunk from Chuck or Kent's cut? Three times fast. If Chuck can't cut the chunky cut, an incontinent, can't, can't, can't cut the chunky cut. Who can cut a chunk from Chuck or Kent's c- oh. Shy Cher shyly sits at the Cher show, sipping schlitz and sharing spliffs. Three times fast! Shy Cher shyly sits at the Cher show, sipping schlitz and sharing spliffs. One! Shy Cher shyly sits at the Cher show, sipping can't help but cuddle Kendra's Kendra's cute country cut continuously. Kent cuddles Kendra's country cut while she creates cute country blunt cut quilts bluntly for fans. Three times fast. 
Kent can't help but cuddle Kendra's cute country cut continuously. Kent cuddles Kendra's Kent yes. Cooper Cup can cut. Cooper Cup can't punt. If Cooper Cup can't make this cut, then Cooper Cup will have to punt. A drop kick punt over a five-man front. Three times fast. Cooper Cup can Oh, oh God! <laughs> Nick, the net knitter, is a good net rigger. He knits nets bigger than most nets riggers. Most Nick knitters knit net knots bigger. Nice net <laughs> knitter. <laughs> Three times fast. Nick, the net knitter, is a good net rigger. He nets. His nets net bigger. The most net riggers, most Nick Nick. Oh! Twyla, Twyla? Twyla. Twyla squats to twirl her taunt curly locks. Twirly curly taunt locks caught in Twyla's top while <laughs> gawking <laughs> clock. So twirling Tyla fought and unlocks taut curly locks. Three times fast. Twyla squats to twirl her taunt curly locks. Twirly curly taunt locks caught in Twyla's top while, while gawking at a clock. So twirling Twyla fault and unlocks taunt curly locks. One. Twyla squats and twirls her taunt curly Hell of a year in Ted versus the FCC. <laughs> Only ten year. defeats. That was uh, that Woo. was unbelievable. There Said you some go. terrible things, Ted. Yeah, more yeah, of... my bad, dog. Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill: The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us live in studio from Chelsea lately, insatiable comedian Sarah Colonna. Hello. Her, uh, husband John Ryan. John, Sarah, welcome back. Thank Good you. to see you guys again. Yeah, you probably didn't know the birthday song from Chi Chi's because you grew up in Arkansas and Saskatchewan didn't have Chi Chi's. No. So Not that yet. was probably a real pleasure for you. I, I still don't know what a Chi Chi is. You don't know what a Chi Chi's is? No, this I was don't. like one of the first sit down, casual Mexican restaurant chains in America. And the reason it's no longer around is because they sucked. Yeah, they, they really did. But I worked there early in my working life. I learned that birthday song. Don't be jealous. Feel free to steal it. But, I liked it. And uh, yeah, we continue <laughs> the spirits of Chi Chi. Yeah, you're going to be 45 coming up here, so we can wish you the birthday yeah, song December as well. Yeah, December 29th. You guys do so, anything fun? Uh, we're going to Mexico. Are you really? The Ooh. place of your uh, what wedding? Part? Yes, uh, Tulum. 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 Yeah. Tulum. Yeah. Okay. What's I usually plan? go to Mexico every year for Christmas. I do. You do because it's, it's warm. Yeah. I'm not going there this year. Why? I'm going to Philly because no. I'm stupid. Do you guys? Do you guys do <laughs> the not warm. the no. touristy <laughs> couple excursions when you guys no. go on vacation? No. Or you, you don't like that scuba kind of diving? Lifestyle or no. you know, go out on the pirate ship or whatever the hell they've got? Not a thing. We Nothing. wake up and lay by the pool and drink until it's dinner time, and then we eat dinner, go to bed, and repeat. Yeah. No way. Is, <laughs> is this on the ocean? Is this a city on the ocean? A town on the ocean? Yeah. Then why do you lay by the pool? I don't know why. That just bugs me. Well, like you want to be in water. By the ocean. I got you. So from the pool, you can see the ocean. Because that's where they have the cocktails. Understood. Mm-hmm. And then you walk down to the beach with your cocktail, and then you come back up and you get, and then you lay by the pool. That's where they have the service, and then you can. You I know, dig it. Okay. Listen, I work it out. And rinse and repeat. <laughs> it's no chichis. Do you ever but, hit? You know. No chichis for is? sure. Do you ever hit the gym? Just I mean for a half an hour the entire time you're on vacation? Do you just try to get there every once in a while? He does. Yeah. John does. Really? Yeah. Why? I mean, it's a vacation. Because he's man. a professional, professional football, football I know, player. but you still get a vacation. <laughs> I try. I try to hit it three or four times when we're there for a week or so. Okay. So right. it's not not hardcore, but a quick hour. 
I actually try to gain weight while I'm there. That's a, <laughs> a hell of a goal. Yeah. Tortilla soup. Yeah. That would be a great way. Congratulations on uh, Insatiable and the success of uh, Netflix. Uh, John, congratulations on a great year as well. I know Thank you were a special teams player for the uh, Rough Riders. I have an interesting theory, John, uh, about your career, and I want to see if you could follow along here, okay? Good. Because I, other than one exception to the rule, all right, I tend to, to feel that there's a theme here, and it could be something out of the Urban Dictionary. Now, when you were in college, you went to the University of Regina. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You played for the Regina Rams. Yes. So you were, oh, you were in you fact, you were in fact <laughs> a Regina Ram. Yes. Is that not true? Okay. Correct. <laughs> then you played for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. The Blue Bomber almost sounds like a euphemism for something else. It is in certain circles. Okay. Yeah. So again, <laughs> but it's illegal in seven you're states. You're a Regina Ram. <laughs> You're a blue bomber. And then, what a deal, <laughs> uh, the NFL signs you. And what team do you think John goes to? <laughs> the Packers. Pack Packers. <laughs> now, now, this is uh, pretty exciting. Right. Do you see a theme going on here? It's kind of like, it's just destiny. We start with Sometimes the Regina Sometimes the universe Ram. is telling you something. So he's a Regina Ram, and then he's a blue bomber, and then he's a Packer, and then, of course, a Seattle Seahawks. That's and what now, things change for him. you are, in fact, a Saskatchewan Rough Rider. <laughs> yeah. Because he couldn't resist. I mean, I never thought of my career so dirty before until right now. I mean, I mean isn't it's it very, though? It's like Urban <laughs> Dictionary. All right. Well, did on you? that note, Sarah, uh, did you know that you are, as best I can tell, this is just circumstantial evidence, it's a thing called a chorophiliac. No. You, okay. Now, again, it's the same kind of theory. So while he's researching you, John, I'm researching you, Sarah, and uh, you have a new special called I Can't Feel My Legs. Right. Okay. You had a best-selling book called Has Anyone Seen My Pants? Right. And then you married a guy who's a punter. Right. Who uses his legs? Ooh. You have a fetish for legs. You're a chorophilia. Oh. See again, oh. you don't see oh. what the universe you guys is dig telling deep. you. We really do. We do we a do. lot of research. We do. We have a the team best of writers. Research. Yeah. yeah, this is the hard hitting stuff that you don't get. Karen, Any, we have the best I mean, researchers. Like I would not have known that about myself. <laughs> well, now you do. Yeah, and I feel weird. You should. Because it's weird to all of us. <laughs> uh, Sarah and uh, and John, by the way, hosting uh, Tacoma Comedy Club this weekend. You got a show tonight. You got a couple shows on uh, Friday night and uh, on Saturday night. Although the earlier shows are eighteen and over. So if you want to go uh, and you're and you're that age, if not, uh, the, you get dirtier as the night goes on. Twenty one and the, over on that. Yeah. And, and what's the difference? The do you think? In your 21 and older set and your 18 and older set, is Nothing. there a line? No, I don't hold back for the 18. If they're going to come to a comedy club that is, you know, they they just can't drink their blues away. But uh, I can I can say what I want. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they're legally they, adults. They, yeah, they probably come in on an edible yeah, or something. Yeah, they're le no, yeah, no, they're yeah, exactly. They're coming yeah. in, but they're legally adults, right? Yeah, so that's how I excuse it. It's fine. Yeah. What's uh, what's the best part for you guys uh, coming back into Seattle and uh, just seeing the city again? Is it changed that much? I know you haven't gone that long, uh, but has it changed a lot? Yeah, it is the best. Part is just seeing the people again. I know that that sounds cheesy, but when when I when it comes to Seattle, I just feel like I'm I'm home again. You know, I spent ten years here and uh, absolutely loved it and just love the people. So that's the big thing for me is I just I just feel home when I get here. And now you guys are down in what Los Angeles? I'm assuming. Yeah, is that where you are? So the yep. sunshine and all that stuff. That's it is of, pretty nice there. Yeah, yeah, I would have to think so. Yeah, yeah, that would that, that would be. Uh, What's the living. worst part about LA though? I mean, you always hear like traffic and all this. I mean, yeah, just people. Just, uh, just people. people. <laughs> just people there's millions there. of people there, so that's a big statement. And, they no, almost and, all and a lot of them are awful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you get casting calls and stuff like that. Is yeah. it really that bad? Is it just? <laughs> I mean, it's just you know, it's just that it, you just feel awful about yourself 97 percent of the time doing this but like now i'm at a point which is nice where i'm on a show and then so there's sort of like people when i go into a casting room it's not as much like they don't look up and don't care and you just talk what, and then they just shuffle you out like at least they're a little more like oh sarah you, what uh, what are some of the roles that you have read for or auditioned for uh where we might know some of the shows now 
Well, I one time read, this is probably the worst audition I ever gave, was I read for The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> um, but I didn't know, I hadn't read the book, and I also didn't know, it wasn't out yet. This right. was like before it started. So it has this language like under his eye and all this stuff, things that I was like, I didn't, I was like, this is the weirdest. Like, and I love that show, by the way, now that sure. I've seen it. But I auditioned for someone on that show and I'm, I'm reading these, you know, and I was just like under his eye and it's like saying all this stuff <laughs> and making, making no sense. And he was like, John was recording it for me because we were actually in Mexico at the time. So it was like in a hotel room. I just imagine, I just hope that casting tape never comes out. Did you hope- know how heavy that the TV show was supposed to be no, at the time you're reading? No, because they don't give you anything other than your what you're seeing that you're reading. Okay. So you don't get the whole script. You don't get to, you know. And at the time, I hadn't even read the book. So I was just like completely just saying ridiculous things. And they were probably like, this girl gets nothing. <laughs> right. She has no idea what she's talking about. How are about. you liking uh, working on uh, Insatiable? It's fun. It's really fun. It's a really crazy show. And um, it's like, it's very over the top. And like this season, I, I've gotten to do so many things. Like I had really big fake boobs this season that there's a Well, John had to appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, they yeah. were too big. <laughs> too big. <laughs> they were a lot. Is it, how do they do it? How long do you have to have the boobs on that, that it bothers you, John? Like, come on, baby. You got to take them off before you get home. <laughs> something. She's warm till midnight every night. And then I said, you got to take them off now. Uh, yeah. For I, bedtime. It was like basically this bra that had these things like put in them and they were so heavy they actually gave me a pillow to put underneath my boobs like in between takes I had to put this pillow underneath them to like relieve the pressure off my back it was did, really did ridiculous. that give you sympathy for people who are, who are larger chested you know it, as far as how they have to live their life it actually did because I have a friend who's always complaining about her boobs being too too big and I was like oh I get it and I got to take mine off so like she actually just lives this life because as guys we just go I don't know what you're talking about yeah you just think they're wonderful but you can't run not John play. not John <laughs> We can't run from you guys when we're wearing those kind of boobs. So. You make us sound so good. That sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, when you chase us through the woods and everything, man. <laughs> are you guys uh, Are you guys going to go see family over the uh, the holidays? What is uh, What is the grand plan here? No, we try not to. Do you really? <laughs> do you really try to stay away from the family? We're We're here for a little bit, and then we'll be in LA for a day, and then we'll go straight to Mexico. And uh, I mean, I I've, I've been back home in Canada for the last uh, five or six months, so I've had my fill. And it's cold. And it's okay. cold. It's freezing. Now, John, with you. Man, you know, like, so, sir, I mean, you have a career in stand up comedy. John, everyone knows you as a punter if they know you, right? It's yep. like, oh, it's John, right? And now you're doing a bit of stand up yourself, right? And I'm seeing these, <laughs> like, do you feel any added pressure? No offense, but like, your wife, this is your profession. This uh, is what you he do. You better feel pressure. The science, yeah. the art, the whole uh-huh. thing. And then you got to walk out there to quote unquote warm up the crowd. Right, right. Now, I, I don't feel that much pressure. I mean, I'm. Is it because of the uh, act that you're. Uh, yeah, I mean, opening it's, it's, it's more the people I'm performing in front of. I, I know my crowd. I know I'm in the Pacific Northwest. I know that people know me. They know the, the kind of angle I'm going to bring to this. Like, if I if I did the same show in Toledo, I'd eat, you know what? I'd be terrible. It'd Have be, you ever done it outside of the Pacific Northwest? No, and I never will. <laughs> oh, come on. Never will. No. Come on now. I have to say, though, like the first time he did this, so like so he hosts the show like he opens it up so he'll do that tonight Tacoma to Tacoma Club.com. Um he opens it up and I was like we did it in whatever it um and also at the triple door we yep. did it a couple places and I was like oh god I was so nervous about you know I know that he's so funny but he didn't he 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 went up there he had like this great material written he the crowd was loving it obviously and like I was so proud I was like oh my god this is awesome like this is so much fun. More John, have you it. ever yeah. thought about stealing her jokes just to wreck? That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, oh. just do go her out set. there, right? Do her yeah. set. All the good stuff. <laughs> that, All the aim material great. that you know <laughs> she's gonna <laughs> <Right>. go to. <laughs> just <laughs> make her improv. That'd be really funny. <laughs> we should just swap places tonight. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. More proud watching John on stage or on a football field. 
Um, well, I mean, I guess there's pride in both, but obviously the the work that he puts into football is you know okay. beyond anything else. Now, so now, it's really impressive. Oh, we know Miles used to be a punter. It's not now. Let me ask you a question now. So you go to you you've been obviously to uh, many NFL games. Uh, now you go to Canadian football uh, yeah. league games as well. What is the what is the biggest difference as far as being a fan that you notice? As far obviously the football is a little bit different, yeah. but not all the way different. But what is the difference in the experience of going to a Rough Riders game? Well, for me, the hardest thing is so he, they punt on third down, and so those two and out come really quickly, and um, I have to time out getting my beers around that. Okay. In Seattle, when he after he'd punt, I'd be like, oh, I got a minute. I got a minute. I can go up right. there and get a beer and get a drink. And now it's like I have to. I don't know. I need to get like someone to bring them to me. And you got to really drink hard. Molson. Yeah, that too. <laughs> oh, and they also pour like they they pour very stingy drinks in in Canada. Really? Yeah, oh. the one ounce nothing. You're else. kidding me. Because we know you was drunk here. Right. I mean, come on. <laughs> Talking to a comedian, Sarah Colonna, and uh, and John Ryan. John, does that mean you punted like twice as much as you normally would in a season? If uh, you're... Not twice as much, but a lot more. I mean, they have a 20-second play clock, and you know you, you have you have three downs, so you can be uh, on the sideline for not very long between punts. Where you know, in the, especially for all those years with the Seahawks when we were winning. Twelve or thirteen games a year, you know, you get a little bit bored over there at times. For you know, I was going to ask you: Is it a good day as a punter, right? Because everyone loves their punter, but at the same time, nobody wants to see their punter. It doesn't matter what team you support; you love the guy, don't want to see him. So, for you to say, "Hey, I had a great game," does that mean, look, I only had to punt once and it went sixty-three yards, or I punted seven times and got us out of trouble? So, usually, personally, as a punter, your best games are games you lose. <laughs> you know, because I mean, well, yeah, I'm serious. That's when you're on the field. You're on the field for eight or nine times. You're 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 you're, you're right. kicking the ball. You're doing all that. And then a lot of times, like in the Super Bowl, I kicked one time in the fourth quarter. So you're like, you know, yeah, the, those the, are the, right. the good Super Bowl. And but you know, but those are the games you want. But at the same time, you're like, when I feel like I contribute, everyone else in the locker room is <laughs> right. down. You know, it's, like, it's, uh, well, it's true. When you're a Pro Bowl punter, I mean, most of the time it's from one of the worst teams in the league because they punt got, the most. So you have to yeah. celebrate alone. Like everyone yeah. else, it's a real down locker room. And here you are. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now, do you have any punts that? Like, are higher up than the throwing the touchdown pass? No, I don't think there's anything higher than the, a touchdown pass. I mean, that, that, that's a dream for anyone, but for a punter, you, don't, you, only, you, get, me? you only get like a couple opportunities. Even <laughs> and I have played for 16 years of pro football, and I've really only gotten a couple opportunities like that to happen in the in the NFC Championship. But I don't think anything. And you completed a pass this year, and they called it back on the flag. That's right. Thank Damn, you. we can yeah. rub it in. Yeah. Yeah. Just, we do our homework around here. Yeah, right. I mean, you do your homework. You've got there's a bigger fe- bigger field, so instead of trying to pin someone in, you can just knock the living Jesus. You know what I mean? You can kill the ball. So how far? What's your farthest punt this year? Uh, 77. 77 yeah. yards. Punt yeah. talk. <laughs> Thanks, <man. laughs> well, I mean, I'm just curious. I want that, I want that sound bite. Because so you, you got it all. I mean, you got the whole field. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. No, hit it again. Yeah, come on yeah. now. I'm yeah. sorry. Punt talk. Oh, Thanks for that's that. That's so good. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, I knew at some point you guys were going to have to get into talking punting. <laughs> so I said, we got to make a sound effect for okay. punt talk. Right, that's really good. good. Thank <laughs> you. I made my day. Wait, we got to close for yeah. it, too. Okay. <laughs> This has been Punt Talk. But we're not done. <laughs> Where the toe meets the pig. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we got you All covered, right, man. Are you still kicking in over in or are you turning it over more? <laughs> I, I, I get to turn it over a lot more. You have to. It was a distance. lot more fun. Sure, sure, it was, sure. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, but, okay. uh, yeah, just, it was definitely a different game with the bigger field. Good times. Now, uh, after you guys go down and celebrate your anniversary or your your place of uh, of wedding and all that, what what's in store for next year? You guys got any big plans? What's uh what, what's going on for the for the new year for you guys? Um, I don't know. Touring. Um, for we'll see what he's gonna do. 
for and John, do you go on the road when, when Sarah does the uh, you know when Doug goes stand up for a weekend? Uh, do you get a chance to see the cities and do all when that? When I can, ninety uh, percent of the time, I, I go with go with her wherever wherever she's going. It's uh, usually a lot of fun. That's a yeah. nice thing to say. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, real quick, someone <laughs> wanted to know, John, about your American Ninja experience. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it was amazing. It, it was so much fun to do. It was four or five years ago. Going into it, I kind of knew. I was training with some of the other guys, the Ninja right. Warrior guys. A lot of these guys were like 135, maybe <laughs> right. 150 pounds. At the time, I think I was like, I was in the best shape of my life. I was about 230 pounds. So okay. it was like. It's not built for you at a point, right? Uh, a giant ginger kid going out there at 230 has no chance <laughs> on that course whatsoever. And the ginger has yeah. fallen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It was a lot of fun, but I knew I was going to get to about as far as I did on the, the, I think the third or and fourth it, obstacle. They had to sneak you in, too, because really you're a Canadian ninja. And right. They did not yeah. know Ooh, that. Yeah. yeah. I oh, snuck right, right in. Yeah. Didn't even show him my green card. <laughs> Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. All right, I'm things up here on our end of the year spectacular. And I believe I know what's coming, Mike. Uh, do you want to... Oh, do you know what's coming, Miles? I think I have an idea. Oh, I'm it could sure. be. It seems to be the same thing every year. Yeah, it's pretty much true. Until this, it gets topped, you know what I mean? It's uh, it's pretty it, hard to beat, right? This is probably the most iconic This is iconic a fan bit. favorite. This is, right. it is. Me, it all is. year. Honest to God, man. Comments come in all year. They just want to hear this clip. That's right. Where Ted mm-hmm. really is a terrible person. And, and we were hoping. I, I am. We were hoping he'd reach out so we could ask him, like, if you order the oysters, do you just use the fork, you know, for the rest of your meal? <laughs> I need a table for two and a cocktail fork. Right. Do you have an emulsion blender? The questions he asks when he's, uh, you know. Time to go back to 2011 and teeny tiny mouth guy. For better or for worse, uh, what trait did you inherit from your parents and what trait of yours do you hope to not pass down to your kids? Hello, Sam. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. All right, Sam. So what did you inherit from your parents? Well, it doesn't sound as bad as the last guy I had, but uh, I got crooked teeth and uh, I also hate my freckles. Freckles? Who's got freckles, your mom or your dad? Uh, mostly my dad. Okay. Are they uh, all over the place or just your face? Uh, pretty much everywhere. I have a nice tan line, so just on the back of my hands and uh, my forearms and face, mostly. Well, are you a ginger? No, no. You're my not. brother's ginger, but I'm not. So what are you, like a blonde, like uh, Sandy Brown? Yeah, you're Dark basically brown. a redhead. That's what it is. is. You're just getting that, you're getting the skin from your dad. Captain Freckles. Do you, uh, and you say the crooked teeth as well. Do you burn easy? Oh yeah. All right. I think that's yeah. the I think that's the redhead gene in you. Even though your hair's not exactly red. Well, it's, it's the Irish anyway. It's the Northern that's European, it. at least. Yeah, because okay. they don't see the sun much. But you said you also have the crooked teeth. Yeah. Well, in counting baby teeth pulled, I've had around fourteen teeth pulled growing up. So I got to avoid braces. But no, there's nothing left to Wait, put the wires on. Did you say counting baby teeth? Yeah, I had to have baby teeth pulled out, and then they pulled out some of the. Uh, the adult teeth underneath them as well. Were they just too uh, too too many teeth you had in your mouth? Uh, the right amount of teeth, just my my mouth wasn't big enough for them all. I mean, I have a full smile now. There's no gaps. It's just it you worked got, out you well. Got, you got a tiny little mouth. So wait, <laughs> how many teeth do you have in your teeth. mouth? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it has plenty, it seems. Do your I've teeth look? Do people? Do people are you, I mean, has anyone, no one's ever going to talk about your teeth. That's one thing that people really don't like to, to touch on as far as any kind of hygiene yeah. thing with someone else. Well, when I mention it, my, people say my teeth look nice. So. Have you had any work done to them? No. No braces or anything. It's just. So they just, had to remove uh, normal teeth that we all have, but your mouth was so tiny that they had to leave you so with a certain. My jaw is just a little shorter than it should be. It's just 
maybe my teeth were big. I don't know. You so. were so happy when sliders started getting taken over, weren't you? <laughs> Coming up, <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's a little hamburger for my little <laughs> tiny mouth and my tiny teeth. <laughs> No, I don't have issues with that. I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> but if you were to smile, it would just look like a normal smile. We wouldn't think like, man, his mouth looks right. tiny. These 100-calorie snack packs are great. Just enough for my little mouth. <laughs> you, ever, you, ever, look, you ever look at the quarter-pound big bite and just wish? <laughs> no, my mouth looks completely normal. Don't worry about that. I cannot do a club sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> or a Big Mac. Don't ever go to the Carnegie Deli. <laughs> it's tough enough for normal people. But your small mouth. <laughs> little tiny mouth. <laughs> oh, I wish I could eat this. For better or worse. He doesn't drink. even eat hot dogs. He just <laughs> eats pizza and like it. He eats his little Vienna sausages. <laughs> and a little tiny wiener. Oh, yeah, a little cocktail wiener. For better or for worse, what trait did you inherit from your parents, and what trait of yours do you hope to not pass down to your kids? <laughs> that he loves those carrots. He is so happy <laughs> that he called right now. <laughs> like those asses. <laughs> don't have a small mouth. Stupid. <laughs> You're right. Those 100 calorie snack packs are right there in his wheelhouse. Oh, man. It's a little tiny Oreo. It'll fit right in. He'd like a chipmunk. <laughs> Juice box. <laughs> what if we had to get a little tired of spoons? <laughs> How long do you think it needed a piece of corn on the cob? Those mini cupcakes started coming out. Like, God damn it. <laughs> he loves corn from Chinese restaurants. Oh, it's not the Jimmy and Tiny in the corn. It's not the corn. <laughs> We just, <laughs> sorry, man. Uh, you, you don't have a tiny mouth. Man. Oh, man. We are horrible people. <laughs> for better or for worse. You're just working so hard that little tiny <laughs> For better or for worse, what trait did you inherit from your parents, and what trait of yours did you hope to not pass down to your kids? Is this a normal tomato? <laughs> Cherry. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he said, I, just, I had the right amount of teeth. I just didn't fit my tiny mouth. <laughs> oh, <sighs> okay. Okay. Come on. Are we good? I don't know. <laughs> Here's the best part about the tiny Asian corn. is that he has normal hands, and it's a little corn on the cob, and he's eating it with his tiny mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you're right, Miles. I picture him eating everything with his hands, yeah, right. Like right there. Holy crap, dots! <laughs> Taking a ton of ice cream pellets. <laughs> oh man! Oh. <sighs> All right. <laughs> By the way, sweet are those cheesecake bites? <laughs> I had so much. I had four sliders. (laughs) Two cheesecake bites. Oh, man. We still on the air? Yeah, we're here. 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 All right. Birds looks at a tiny mouth. I don't know why that's so funny. I'll stretch that out. Oh, you're a guy. Sorry, my bad. What if he gets rid of the slideshow? <laughs> you get rid of the slideshow, buddy. I'll stretch that mouth out of here. 
<laughs> Let's just take a break. This All is right. a disaster. <laughs> For better or worse, uh, what trade did you inherit from your parents? And what Our show's a disaster. We hope Woo. you enjoyed. Woo. Man, oh, man. I really don't understand what it is we do. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for listening, yeah, man. man. Honest to God. Happy holidays yeah. to everyone. Yeah, Merry except Christmas. Except big Sheila. In the meantime, do what you yeah. do best and for Aletha's sake, stay beautiful. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Oh, man. A Double Flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.